This is Miss Ayanna Burnett with Reflections from the Red Chair. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome to today. Let's talk about mental health diagnosing today. So, when you go to a medical appointment, say a checkup, or you're going to see the doctor because you have symptoms of, let's say, cold and flu, and you go in and the doctor usually asks you, okay, what brings you in today, right? And therefore, you begin to list the experiences, the symptoms, right? The behaviors that you are having that are out of your norm. You list their duration. And then the doctor takes all of this information and basically says, okay, from the list that you've given me, it looks like it matches over here, this other list for things that says that the root cause, or at least one of the major kind of causes or the imbalance or, or um, disease, right, that is happening with you in your body is a root or is um, affiliated with what we are going to label indeed a flu right? And due to research as well as the doctor's experience of other people who've had these similar patterns, uh, this is what we have found has been helpful for them. And so therefore, this is what I'm going to recommend for you and you try these things. And if they work, you don't need to come back. And if they don't work, then by all means, we will have a follow-up and we will look to be able to see what other types of remedies, right? Or prescriptions, Uh, that we can try to help to rebalance your body such that these symptoms go away, right? Now, after being told all of this by the doctor and receiving a diagnosis of a flu, question for you, do you now walk out of that office and say that I am the flu? Right now, if anybody is you know talking to you and asking about what's going on, do you literally say that I am the flu? I have gone to the doctor. I described to the doctor, you know, what was going on that was out of my norm, and the doctor, you know, gave me this diagnosis, and so now I can confidently declare that I am the flu. And not only that, but I will have this for the remainder of my days, so that now when you introduce yourself, instead of using your name, you say I am the flu. Kind of ludicrous, huh? Um, Most people don't do this, right? Most people do not do this. When you go to the doctor and you receive this diagnosis or this label, we use it as a tool, right? It is something that is helpful to help us kind of categorize what might be out of order in the body. And thus, that helps us to focus on what types of remedies are going to be helpful in re-establishing our own equilibrium. Do you see where I'm going with this? If this is the case with physical medical conditions, then does not the same apply to mental health disease? Well, let me tell you, it does. And so therefore, let me be the first person 
at least today, if not ever, to tell you, you are not your diagnosis. I repeat, you are not your diagnosis. One more time, for clarity, you are not your diagnosis. So, if you should happen to go to a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist tells you, yes, you indeed are presenting with symptoms of depression, you are not depression. Let's say they tell you that you are presenting with uh, symptoms of anxiety or even generalized anxiety disorder. You are not generalized anxiety disorder. Thus, even if you should have a more severe or significant diagnosis, right? What does that mean? To have a more severe mental health diagnosis simply means that you have had these patterns that are impairing your ability to show up fully in life for a very long time, maybe even so long that they have become habits. And those habits are just so so much your default right now that it looks to be your personality, right? So that's how we get to quote unquote, a personality disorder, because there has been some behavior pattern that the individual at one point in time adopted probably as a method of coping, right, with some overwhelming life experience and never resolved it. And thus they now use that same stress coping mechanism within their day to day. Voila. But yet that doesn't comprise who they are. Even if that should describe how they're showing up currently, it doesn't define who they are. So thus, no one is bipolar. No one is ADHD or what used to be ADD. No, these are conditions or patterns that the individual is seeking to heal is coping with that they may be exhibiting but it does not define who they are let us not forget right that let's go back to this principle that we are all spiritual beings here to have a human experience this is simply an experience that has manifested within their well-being that now requires focus and attention to grow out of such that they can move into actualizing the full potential of who they are divinely by birthright, right? Created and designed to be. Mental health diagnosis, just as a medical health diagnosis, is simply a tool. It is not a definition of who you are. Thus, we do not need to fear, right, going and seeking assistance, and nor do we need to feel shame about having a history of seeking help from a practitioner. In fact, That shows responsibility because you realize that there is something going on in your world that you need some assistance in healing. No man is an island, right? So it is time, 
literally for us to drop our individual stigmas and to even drop this collective stigma and get educated. Mental health is one of the most important. If you actually, right, I'm interrupting myself. If you actually tend to your mental health first and foremost, do you know that you can actually help to avoid physical ailment? Truth. Truth. A lot of our physical ailments come about as a result that we are not attending to our inner world. We're not attending to the thoughts that we think. We aren't attending to what we are holding on inside emotionally, right? We are allowing our organs to be the ones that store our mental and emotional distress. And when we do this over time, there are consequences that you will find that eventually the organs will indeed begin to malfunction because they were divinely designed to hold love and positivity and to allow all the other to simply move through, right? This is why it's so essential that we truly begin to study our own emotional terrain, and make conscious effort to master it so that we learn our our own ebb and flow and so that we no longer resist things that don't feel good because we realize it's a temporary experience, right? I heard the quote the other day about how in nature, nature does not construct any storm that does not end. That is powerful. That is powerful. Nature does not create any storm that does not eventually come to an end such is the same with our emotions we are emotional beings we are here to feel and experience and express i don't care what your gender is that is how you are made we are energetic beings and feelings are energy that is moving and it will shift and change frequency even on its own This is what I am so honored to be able to help and teach people, those who come across my path, right? To teach them the skills and the practices that help them to manage the intensity of the emotional terrain that we are divinely already orchestrated to hold or experience rather, right? Because all of it isn't meant to be held, but literally to let it move. So, I say again, you are not your diagnosis. No one is ever their diagnosis. And there is always opportunity for healing, even if it just comes an improvement in the patterns that we may be experiencing. So please, I truly beg of you to implement wisdom in your day-to-day and if you should find yourself judging another or even judging yourself and calling them and labeling them by a mental health diagnosis stop stop and breathe and remember that it never defines who we are ever it's a tool So use it wisely. Until next time.
bilai.